Welcome to Third Eye Science. I'm your host, Susan Bontoon, and on this podcast, we will be exploring the lines between science and spirituality. As a scientist and a yogi, I've found that these two realms do not have to be mutually exclusive. With the perspective of a logical scientist, I've navigated my own spiritual journey with a curious, open mind. I'll share lessons and tools I've found along the way and have compelling conversations with spiritual leaders, teachers, yogis, healers, and fellow travelers about their experiences and practices. In this age of information and misinformation, it's time to interpret and understand the world with your third eye. Before we jump into the episode, I just want to share a couple of my upcoming offerings. We just this week completed the series that I was doing in my weekly energetic tune-up class. This is um, held on Soul Tribe Online, and this six-week series was really beautiful. Thank you to all who joined me. And after this, I'm going to be doing, for the rest of February, we're going to do a series, um, it won't necessarily be the same Kriya, same meditations or same practices every week, but the focus will be on building stability in our physical, emotional, mental bodies in our energetic field and nervous system so that we can really build on the momentum, have a a very stable foundation from which we can create our new reality as we continue into 2022. So if you would like to join, please do. Um, You can find the link in the show notes, or you can go to thirdeyescience.com slash classes. I also want to mention that my next Third Eye Science Collective session will be on March 3rd. We're going to take a deep cosmic dive into the energy of the New moon in Pisces, which is the day before that. That's on March 2nd. I am a Pisces, um, Pisces sun. And so I just love Pisces season, but Pisces season can often be very emotional and bring up sensitivities. So we will be releasing what needs to be released and we'll be calling in the wisdom that comes with our sensitivities. If you'd like to join, you can join for just that session for $13. If you'd like to sign up for all of the sessions for the remaining of 2022, that would be another 11 sessions because there's 13 total. It will be, um, you can buy a package for $133 and then you're automatically registered and all you have to do is read your email, see the link and join. <laughs> so these sessions are deep healing, energetic activations 
And so even if you can't be there live, I do have the entire schedule for the year uh, mapped out on my website if you want to check it out. But even if you can't be there live, all of the recordings are shared with you afterwards and you're included in the energy of the session. So if you're interested, please check it out and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to Third Eye Science. Thank you for joining me, for coming back. If you are a regular listener, thank you to anyone who is new. It's always such, it's always so exciting to hear from you when you, I get messages that you stumbled upon the podcast and it resonated in some way. It just warms my heart. Um, And thank you for your patience. Last week, I didn't put out an episode, and that is just because I was listening to my body and soul, which is a huge part of what I talk about every single week. So I felt like it was really important for me to put my money where my mouth is. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I had during the, let's see, what was it? It was the full... No, the new moon in Aquarius. I, and then it was that 2 2 energy, 2 2 22. And we have another one coming up to 2 22 22. These numer- numeral- numerologic, numerology, the numerology of these dates are really interesting in the energy can create um, my senses is essentially a portal that brings in more, more and more higher dimensional energy, essentially (laughs) to say it simply. And I really sensed a shift and Aquarius season, which we are still in is really about this collective, like having a higher perspective. That's why my um, energetic, my monthly collective session, I call them third eye science collective. The theme was new perspectives. And it's really about this new um, Aquarian energy is about being able to see your gifts and how they contribute to the collective. And it's also about being able to see the collective from that bird's eye view and see yourself in that collective instead of this like super self-centered perspective that many of us fall into most of the time. And I include myself in that. Like we're, we're living our lives. And of course we spend a lot of energy looking from our own perspectives. So this month is really giving us the opportunity to step back, fly up into the bird's eye view. Perhaps even you could think of it as like the angel, whatever, any flying thing. (laughs) And it can be really 
um, expansive to have this point of view. And so I had, I just was processing a lot of energy and I didn't have usually every week, pretty much for the past year and a half, two years, essentially, I, um, kind of all week will have some inkling of what I'm going to talk about. And then I'll just know it'll crystallize. And on the weekend I record the podcast and it's very much riffing on, you know, whatever is going on in my energetic field. And then I just, you know, do all the stuff I have to do to publish it. (laughs) And then I put it out on Wednesday. It's really not, it's, um, very in flow, I would say, and very intuitive. And so last week, I just really, it would have been forcing it. And so, and the reason I'm telling you all of this is because I think it's important to think about this in all aspects of our lives. Like sometimes you have things you have to do because of whatever these commitments work, what, you know, family, all these things, and you can do, do what you got to do. But when you, when your body is really telling you to pause, it can be so powerful what happens when you do. And when you don't, it'll start to, it'll catch up with you eventually. If you ignore these messages over and over and over again. This is what happens. A lot of times people will have some kind of, I mean, it's so weird to think about it right now because we're living in this bizarre (laughs) reality of a two year long pandemic. But, um, remember before (laughs) that, like you used to get sick on day two of a vacation has that ever happened to you? Or, you know, you would have some big deadline and then you would get sick a few days after. And it's like, it's your body essentially forcing you. Like now you have to sit the hell down, (laughs) preferably lay down and rest and sleep. And, you know, I think that obviously there are equivalents of that now as well. And it's just so important to listen to your body. And you may, you may have to put it off, but at some point you have to put it on, you know, you have to acknowledge my body, my energy. So it may not just be physical body. It may be your energetic bodies need to rest and process One of the things that, I don't know if I talked about this. I had a session with Satdev Beer on the, at the beginning of the year on January 2nd. And it just really solidified something that I knew about myself, but having this reflection from him through through him from the guides and from, you know, and him being someone that I just 
know and trust and um, appreciate his point of view, his perspective so much and his ability to see and feel energy and really discern the truth. I, um, what I understood on a deeper level was that I am like an energy receiver. And he described it in this way that was like, and he said, he's like, I've never seen it, just seen it in such a scientific way. And it's so interesting because it's just so you, you know, it's like me, this science, science and spirituality that I'm like a radio receiver receiving this energy so that I can then put it out to share it with the world, including the planet, but including all of you, right? And and there are many of us that are like this. Not everybody. We each have our specific missions here on earth, right? But what it made me realize was, um, so this was something I always, you know, I kind of, I knew and I knew, I knew I was receiving energy. I knew I could very easily send energy even before I learned Reiki, before I started actually taking classes and, you know, courses on healing energy work. And um, I knew that just the strength of my intention was what matters. But what what it helped me understand was how I, I sometimes need to process. Like I, I have to pause and give myself a break from all the stuff. And that's why over the holidays, my body told me to stay home and not travel over Christmas. And even though there were all these other things going on, COVID and all the things, it was actually about me just being able to stay home for a week and a half and just process energy. And that, um, and that was really profound for me. And then to have this session with him where he essentially confirmed that for me, I was like, Okay. Yeah. All right. And so, so then it also has given me a deeper understanding and a deeper, um, like I value my bodies and my energies ups and downs as an indicator of what I should be doing what I can and cannot do for me. And it's like, yeah, so I know that I have, um, so I essentially am receiving all this energy, this higher dimensional energy, and I process it and integrate it into my body and send it out. And I also can, to some extent, just let it just be a channel and just let it go and not have to like let it take 
me down essentially, like, you know, tire me out by all the processing. I know these are like really feel like super theoretical concepts, but, um, that's just what's going on with me. (laughs) That's what, that's what was going on with me. And so then on the new moon in Aquarius, I swear it was like snap that day. All of a sudden I felt so different and it was like this opening, this just click that happened within me that, um, was able to integrate a lot of this embody a lot of the energy and then level up and be able to hold even more higher dimensional energy and receive even more. And so then I just have felt so much freer, um, for really acknowledging my, yeah, my intuitive energy and for acknowledging that, like, I don't have to just keep doing all the things if I, if my body is telling me not to. And so I feel like this can be um, extended to whatever it is that might be equivalent for you. And it could be about, it could be energy in terms of like, I don't, you know, you may be feeling sluggish or feeling tired or you don't feel like super creative. And it may not be that you're an energy receiver like I am. It may be that there's something else that's happening. It may be that you are, in the midst of leveling up your own energy, it may be that the people, you know, the energy around you, maybe you don't have a super clear bound energetic boundary and you're feeling everyone else's energy. There are so many things that can impact your energetic reality as a human. The other thing that really um, clicked for me that I heard this week was something that Srimati said in a column in her, her monthly um, community called Water Tiger. I highly recommend it if anyone is looking for, a, you know, to really up level your spiritual foundation and just awareness. She, she has a portal, a member's portal that, um, she has like a technique every month that she puts in there and you log in and you can do the techniques and you can also listen to a call and put in, she does like kind of an ask me anything every month. And so she said something that was so powerful and I, and I don't think it's even, it was a new concept to me, but it, it just resonated for me in a different way because of this new awareness that I'd had, that I'd really cemented for myself. And it was that we, you know, so when you like, there's, we're all those of us who talk about 
energy and talk about spiritual beings, talk about angels and ascended masters and spirit guides and all these things. We are not, they're not better than us. They can't do the work that we're doing. They need us. We came here and I include you in this because you are listening to this podcast. You are one of the people, one of the 10% or lower of the entire population of this planet that came to be a human being to actually help raise the vibration, the frequency of this planet, the energy of this planet. Everyone else, it's not that they're not important. That's not at all what I'm saying. It's that they have a different mission. They are on a different mission in terms of their evolution. They're evolving. They're going through lessons that maybe you've been through before. And maybe, maybe not every single lesson. It's not that you've had every single lesson as a human being and now you're just focused on energy. It's like that is what you're focused on in this lifetime, in this incarnation. And so what she said that resonated was that we are like the acupuncture needles in the earth that are allowing the energy to go in to go into the earth and into the matrix, this grid of energy around the earth. And so if we were not here, there's nothing that, you know, there would be nothing that the angels and the spirit guides and all of these amazing beings that are helping us, they couldn't do it without us. And so it's, there is no hierarchy. It's like, we are all in this together And everyone is needed. And that's something that Guru Singh says a lot. All are needed. All of us. We need you to be you. Who, who do you, who are you supposed to be? And if you don't know, if you don't know, you have to get quiet, listen. Listen to what your mission is. And honestly, what has come become more clear to me than ever before in my life is that the most important thing that I do is receive energy and send it. (laughs) It's like, that is literally more important than all of this stuff that I do as a human. This work that I'm incredibly passionate about, you know, with the ocean, science communication, it's like, I love the ocean and I want, I want you all to love the ocean. Like that is literally what I do for my job. And that's important but this energy work is actually more important. This podcast, 
talking to you, having this energetic transmission through my voice. You're receiving it right now. That's important. But the energy work that I do every day at night while I'm sleeping and even in the morning when I'm in sadhana, that is the most important thing. The relationships I have with people, my ability to show up for somebody as a friend, as, you know, as a family member, my, you know, as a sister, as a daughter, as an aunt, as a best friend, all of these things, those are important and they have an impact on those people. And yet, it's still the most important thing that I can do is be present and consciously, intentionally cultivate a stability within me so that I can handle, physically handle the energy, carry essentially, contain and carry the energy that I that we're receiving from the cosmos. And the reason, again, the reason I'm describing this in such a kind of <laughs> detailed way is that you have something like that too. And it may not be energetic. It may be that you are, I mean, we all have some energetic part to play, but it's, yeah, we each have a different thing. There are people who are grid workers. There are people who are portals. There are people, you know, who open portals for others. There are people who open, um, just by being around people, open something for them you know, for the other people. There's lots of impacts that we have on the people and the places, the energy around us. And so we each have, it's like, you know, just being kind of like, you could think of it as a power, like we all work at a power station and we each have a different job. (laughs) And I'm just like, the antenna that's receiving and then sending, receiving and sending. And someone else may be receiving and grounding or someone else may be just purely grounding. Someone else may be purely sending. Someone else may be purely like just making sure that the actual infrastructure is there. There are so many jobs, like supporting all of the people that are doing that kind of work. So I don't mean to be limited in my, (laughs) in the descriptions of what are, what the other things could be, but I basically like, it's, it's kind of limitless, like, and so as I'm talking and you're like, oh yeah, that, that is like me, that I do feel like that. Um, really listen and listen to what does that mean? What does that mean you need to do to cultivate 
to become better at it, to become more efficient. Not that you're not doing it well, that like we could all use more efficiency in our lives. I don't know about you. I, I'm just like all about effective, efficient modalities. <coughs> this is why Kundalini yoga like just was so, for me, it, it resonated so much was that I find it to be so quickly effective and efficient. This is also why energy work was so, it resonated for me so deeply. It was because it comes easy to me. It's actually super intuitive. I don't have to think too hard about it. (laughs) So, you know, there are things, you know, the, the things that I think are worth really investigating is number one, what brings you joy? What, what lights you up when you do it? And then also what does come easy to you and how, how do those things relate? Maybe, maybe there's something that brings you joy, but doesn't come easy to you. That doesn't mean that it's not your thing. It just means you're, um, you probably just need to practice it a little bit more and get into a flow with it. Or it may just be creating, there There are things that we love to do that essentially act as a support. It's like, it's like self-care, you know, like for me, being in nature, running in nature, especially walking, running in nature are like so incredibly healing and supportive to me. Those are just a couple, you know, there are tons of other things, but you have those things for you. So what is it that really supports you? Do more of that and then do more of these, um, the things that light you up. Inevitably, the things that light you up, that you love to do, are also things that you wind up, you're helping other people while doing that. In some way, you're sharing knowledge, you're, maybe you're actually doing an active service, you're providing a service for somebody, you're creating something for someone. And this is across all sectors of like, you know, of our economy, of our culture, people who write books and write movies and the person who films the movies. Like you think about a movie set or a TV set, even the production team that goes into that. We did this live event this summer (laughs) for work and it was a really small, you know, small production team when in the grand scheme of things, but like even this like one event that involved uh people on shore and then people on the boat. <laughs> we had a production team of like I don't know, it was between us and then the people that we were, you know, from outside that we paid experts 
in the field of, you know, we had camera guys, we had audio guys, we had, we had a guy who's, who does essentially like the broadcast part, the live broadcast part. We had, I, I would say, gosh, I'm probably like 20 people when you add up the behind the scenes and the people who are on screen. And it's like maybe more than that, actually, because there were lots of people that helped us in the, yeah, it was probably 30 people. And this was a relatively small production. So it's like you think about a feature film movie, uh, you know, a feature film, what it takes all the people to produce that thing. And they're all important. And in, you know, in Hollywood, certainly there's this hierarchy and there are people that make the decisions, but the truth is no one's getting anywhere without the audio guy or the camera guy or the lighting guy, right? (laughs) It's like, so we all have this mission that may not be the thing that you do for a living. But we all do still have to live, right? We need, we live in a place on a planet where we have to make money. We have to do something to earn money so that we can buy things like food and shelter. And, and then if you are lucky enough to have extra you get to buy things that you just like, right? And I think it's worth mentioning that most, the majority of the people on the planet are not in a position to be buying anything that they just want. They're subsistent living. And that is the majority of people on this planet. So it's just worth saying that, that we are incredibly privileged. And I include you in this because you have, you have the time to listen to a podcast. We are very privileged in that we also have the time and the inclination to learn more about our spiritual place in the world, you know, how we fit in the world. There are many people that they can't, can't worry about these things. They have to put food on the table for their family. And so let's use our time wisely. And what time you do dedicate for your spiritual life needs to have the most impact. I really, truly believe that it's not about the time, the amount of time. It's quality, not quantity. If you're just doing a practice and going through the motions and like not actually engaged in it, 
then what's the point? And if you are not doing a daily spiritual practice, I would ask you to examine why. Why aren't you giving yourself the time to at least spend a few minutes in the very least a few minutes a day connecting to your breath, connecting to yourself, connecting to the present moment. And we all have a bajillion excuses as to why we don't have more time to do that, but I guess I would just ask, like, why? Why is, why isn't, why are all those excuses more important than you connecting to your soul? And for many people, the answer is they they don't have time because they're putting food on the table, you know, because they're working their ass off so they can survive. And that is a good excuse. <laughs> but any, any one of us who have time to scroll on our phones, have time to watch movies, TV, do things for entertainment, go out to eat, Spend money on clothing. Spend money on crystals. (laughs) Fill in the blank, whatever it is that you spend money on. (laughs) We all have our thing, right? Um, Then that means we do have time to spend some, spend some of it with our, our own presence, and it is in that presence is where you will find your true mission for this incarnation. And then you can start to connect to other incarnations. It's really um, quite incredible <laughs> when you dive deep and really allow yourself to open, open up to these ideas and You don't have to, I don't have to prove myself to anyone. I don't have to make, you know, I I just don't get into it with people who don't believe in it and what I'm doing because it doesn't, that doesn't matter. They receive the energy that I'm putting out anyway. So having compassion for everyone who doesn't, yeah, just doesn't have the time or inclination to connect with their soul, that's their loss, honestly. And the people who who honestly don't have the time and are living day by day 
they deserve our energy. They deserve, they deserve our help. Because at some point you were there too. And they will someday be like us. We're there. Having a maybe a more energetic mission. Truly, we are the lucky ones. And I don't really like the word luck, but it's really the best way to describe it in human terms. <laughs> Blessed? I don't know. Maybe it's just... I'm incredibly grateful that I have a life where where all of these awarenesses came to me in a way that were um, strong enough that I was willing to look, keep looking deeper and deeper. And it certainly didn't happen overnight. And it was, it was kind of always there in the background for me, but it really wasn't until whatever these last 10 years that I kind of woke up and started to really look into what, what's going on with me. Why am I avoiding all of these things? Why am I so scared of my feelings? And it opened up this incredible world to me, which is so far beyond what we can see, hear, smell, feel on this, in this dimension. So I guess I implore you to... Get clear with yourself about what it is that you're here to do and make sure you dedicate yourself to it in some way every day. Because that is a life worth living. That is how you contribute and it may not look like much to most people outside, but it is so powerful and so important, so necessary for the entire planet. We need you. Love you all so much. Thank you for listening. And I have a feeling we'll be back next week. <laughs> okay. Satnam Namaste. Namaste.